Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. I'm so happy to have Felicia Bender, PhD, on the show today. Felicia is a numerologist, and I had never really been exposed to someone who did this sort of work. And and after exploring it, I found it so fascinating and fascinating. And she's so kind enough to come on the show and, and talk to all of us about it. So um, Felicia is called the Practical Numerologist, and she's devoted to helping audiences uncover their life's purpose and so much more with numerology. She is the author of Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You and Master Numbers 11, 22, 33, The Ultimate Guide. Felicia facilitates presentations demonstrating how to use basic numerology to understand ourselves and major players in our lives. She's able to expertly apply this information to validate strengths, understand challenges, and offers practical ideas about how to change what isn't producing positive results. Welcome to the program, Felicia. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. It really is. So nice to have you on. And I think I listened to an interview well, a few of your interviews and something that really touched me was how when a person has their numerology done and it makes sense to them, maybe they're not quite so hard on themselves, you know? I mean, do you find that? Do they know it's kind of part of their innate DNA or whatever you call it, if you will? I think so. What Something that I get a lot is like, oh my gosh, I just felt like this weight was lifted <laughs> because I, I suddenly could give myself permission to be this, you know, to be who I know myself to be. And yet also to understand what my, you know, what my, we've all got our issues, right? So it really helps to validate what those are in a thematic way, right? To really understand exactly what you're working with, what you're and and what you're you're going for. So it very it it, it is very validating, and then offers you some really great uh, windows of opportunity of how to optimize it. Absolutely, and that each number are strengths, and of course, opposite of that are, I won't call them weaknesses, but, but challenges too. So I just find it fascinating. So today for my listeners, I'm excited because Felicia is going to walk us through this. So get a pencil, pencil and paper out, find out what your number is. And then we're going to go through the numbers one through nine today. And, but first let's talk about what is numerology and how did how did you get involved in this field? I know you were your PhD is in theater, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's a actually I call it a cosmic cruel joke that I am 
a numerologist because very, very honestly, uh, number numbers have been my nemesis all my life. Math has been my most um, anxiety producing subject. And the beautiful thing, though, for those of you out there going, yeah, me too. I hate math. I don't even want to listen to this stupid thing about <laughs> numerology. Uh, so spoiler alert, it actually isn't math per se. It actually, what I love about it, it's a language. Um, so it's like learning a new language. And yet, um, you know, the, the, how, do, how do any of us get into any of this, right? It really is a matter of, um, it's when we're in dark moments, yeah. right? It's when sure. things feel the hardest or, thing, or you're kind of, you know, on your knees. For me, very, very, very succinctly, that was uh, early in my 30s when my mom died. And um, it was a tumultuous time with her. And it was really something that started me on what I call my spiritual gauntlet. Before that, I had, I was always an intuitive kind of, but I could never put it all together, right? And um, I needed, obviously needed that um, push. <laughs> uh, to, to set me on my way. So anyone out there listening who feels like they are, are in it, usually I find that the darkest moments are a moment of spiritual crisis and it's meant to push us into a higher, uh, you know, a higher form of self-actualization, however you want to put that. But with that said, I really didn't find uh, numerology until much later, I did energy work. I did some other things along the way. Uh, yet I was just at a, I was at a bookstore and it really hopped out. A book hopped out at me, kind of like a Stephen King novel, you know, when they come flying out the, off the shelf. Um, I don't know if you ever had that. I mean, in a, I'm saying it jokingly, but not really. It's when a book kind of speaks to you. And it was a book that was not about numerology because I would have never in a million trillion years picked it up. Um, I just would not have. And yet it had some numerology in it. And I read it and it just was that eureka moment where I started doing my numbers, my family, everything else. And it just came together. And it was at that moment that I was like, this is my tool. You know, this is my this is my thing. So I think we're all we all have that moment where we find our our thing, you know, that that speaks to us. And that's basically how that happened to me. Interesting. So how do numerology and astrology, um, how do they, how do they relate? Very simply, I like to just look at it like this. So in astrology, you're, you're looking at, um, you're looking at stars, planets, you're looking at the cosmos in that way. You're looking at when you're looking at your um, date of birth, your place of birth, and your, and your uh, time of birth to get your cosmic imprint from the planets and the stars about where, where you were setting yourself up, you know, at that point. So that is the, the basic, you know, concept around astrology. Then with numerology, we're looking at your full name as it, as it is on your birth certificate and your date of birth. Those are the two things that we need uh, for a for a chart, if we're talking about charts, right, an astro astrological chart um, in terms of people, because we could widen this scope to talk about, you know, planetary, you know, about the influences in the world, right? But right now we're just talking about people and uh, our individual blueprint. So I, uh, I actually joke with some of my astrology friends that once you know both your astrology and your numerology, 
you're out of excuses. So, <laughs> so watch out people. You got to be really be in it to win it, to, to get really deep okay. into both of those because the uh, numerology just uh, offers you numerology, the kind that I use comes from Pythagoras. There are different forms of numerology, just like everything else. Um, and yet, I don't know if you were paying attention in math class. Um, the I, Pythagoras I have to love, love math class. Perfect. So. I love that. So you can, you can pick up that ball where I dropped it, but it was, you know, the Pythagorean theorem of geometry, that sort of thing. But Pythagoras, um, this, this concept of numerology that we work with is, is this idea that numbers carry with them not only a quantitative value, like one apple, two apples, and so on, counting, um, but they carry with them a, a frequency, a vibration. They carry with them code, basically. So they're carrying data and information. And we can kind of willingly suspend our disbelief right now that we are in this more technological society that we're in. I mean, what is the cloud anyway, right? I mean, <laughs> really, how does that work? And it is, and it's a matrix of numbers and cell phone reception. What the hell, right? I mean, how does that even? So if you start thinking about it, there's a lot of mysterious forces here that have to do with numerical sequences and they, they can give us uh, per pervade data and, and do all of this stuff. So numerology is an ancient science and art that recognized that early on and looks at, um, lo looks at the world in terms of that if we understand the code so it's kind of like walking into a room where there's Morse code going on, right? Da -da 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 -da. If you know, if you've been trained and you know Morse code, you know the message that's being that's being forwarded, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's just static. You have no clue. So it's like the if you know numerology, you can read the numbers. Each number carries with it um, a, a basic defining quality. So whenever it shows up, you can understand the messaging. And yet it also brings an, a, an incredible depth of information that I was shocked at, um, you know, to think, what can a number tell us, right? So basically numerology, we, we look at the name and the birth date, and then we do formulations that we can talk about cycles of time that you're going through, um, what you're learning, what you're mastering during these times, what significance they have. Uh, just like an astrological chart, you can look at the different variants and elements to your chart, like your rising sign, so to speak, all of that. So if you know your life path number, for instance, in numerology, that's similar to knowing your sun sign, like you're a Cancer or a Capricorn or a Sagittarius. Knowing your 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 birth date, you know, number of your birth date is a similar thing, and that's a great place to start. Um, just understanding what the what the messaging system can bring to you and what kind of information. Right. So it's a lot of the same information for a person. It's just derived in different ways, it sounds like, whether it's astrological or numbers. And it all, let's face it, it all, it all goes together. It all goes together. And I think that the beauty of it is, again, once you, there's so much um, information here that can really give you a deep dive into, you know, into your purpose, into what motivates you, into all of those caveats that may come into play. And, and let's say, for instance, you know that you're a Sagittarius 
um, seven life path. That's going to have a totally different flavor and manner and, um, and you know, um, expression than it would than a seven life path who was a different astrological sign. So you can start really digging pretty deeply um, after you start getting to know it, uh, both of the languages, right? And put them together. Right, uh, I'm, I'm so excited. Well, today I've asked Felicia to um, read my, or help us all go through the, I guess I kind of called it, it's not math. But <laughs> calculation, <laughs> it is yes, math. Calculation, yes, of how one finds their their number. Mm -hmm. and do you call it their life purpose number or what do you call it? I call it? it the life path number. Some some numerologists will call it a birth path number or birth number. They're like every other, you know, like every other thing, there's different ways of doing things and different uh and different lingo. So I call it the life path number. Right. So we're going to use my actually my twins, I don't know if we can get into two different, you know, two different kids, but my twins who are 22 years old, we're going to use their birthday. So Felicia, I'm here. I'm your, I'm your client. So tell me how to do this. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So um, I will show you the way that I prefer to do it. And it's this, so it's very simple. Okay. Simple math. And we're going to take the month of birth the day of birth, and then the year of birth. We're gonna okay. segment those into three different segments. So um, your twins are born in December. So that's a 12, right? That's the 12th month. So we're always, you thing to remember in numerology, we are always reducing to a one digit number. There are exceptions and yet for these purposes, just know we're always reducing to a one digit number. So I'll show you how that works. So uh, December is a number 12. And uh, to reduce that, we take the numbers 12 and we take one plus two, okay? One plus two and that equals three. So that's pretty easy. So uh, 12 is a number three when we reduce it down. Then the, the day of birth for your twins are the 15th. So we'll do that again. We'll do, take the 15 and we'll do that as, as a math problem. So one plus five equals six. So that's our reduced one digit number. Now we get a little bit fancy here. So we're gonna go with four, <laughs> 1998 is the, is the uh, year of birth. So we go one plus nine is 10, 10 plus nine is 19, 19 plus eight is 27. So we take the 27 and then we re reduce that. Two plus seven equals nine. So. Now we're going to take all three of those numbers and add those together. So three plus six plus nine equals 18. One plus eight equals nine. So your twins have a number nine life path. Okay. Make sense? Yes. Okay. And for those of you out there, just a little sidebar, we won't go into this in great depth. And yet if you do get in 11, a number 11, a number 22, or a number 33, prior to reducing to a two, a four, or a six, 
Uh, that is what's called a master number in numerology. It's that double digit, the double one, the double two, the double three. That has a different uh, significance, but just be aware of that. Okay, got it. So should we start with nine or start with number one in terms of Why don't we start with one and then go to nine so that those listening can kind of, you know, percolate on their number. And then we can talk uh, about your twins and put some things into perspective there. Okay. Okay. Sound good. All right. So if, if you're out there and you uh, have a number one and oh, just a sidebar too, some people can get confused if you get a 10 or a 20 or a 30 and they're like, well, I got a 10. I didn't get it. So you keep reducing one plus zero equals one. Okay. So it sounds simple when you say it right there, but some people get confused. They're like, ah, wait a minute. I don't understand that. So, um, so, so let's get back to the number one. Uh, If you are a number one in numerology, you're what I call that independent creative leader. The one is, and and let's remember that we're in numerology. We're, we're working with the numbers one through nine primarily. So the one is beginnings. It's new starts. It's all the I words, learning about self. It's the the innovative number, learning how to be independent, innovative, initiative, all of those things, very courageous, pioneering. Now let's always remember, especially those out there go, well, I'm a one. It does. That doesn't sound anything like me. What, you know, first of all, you have different, a lot of different numbers in your chart. So if you're a one and you have, let's say, in two twos in your chart, it's going to, it's going to show up differently. But let, but to stick to the simplicity here, we're always going to be, if the one is your life path, you are learning to stand on your own two feet, have a healthy sense of independence, uh, really secure your sense of self-confidence, be creative, march to a beat of your different drummer, and you are again that innovator. So the deal is this, usually you're going to be dealing with just the opposite. Sometimes and this is the same for all the numbers. So if you say, yeah, well, there's a part of me that really feels that way. But then I have these, you know, these weak links, maybe, or these challenge points that are really hard for me. Well, how can I do that? I'm born in a family that controls me and does all this. Well, that's your, you checked in with a higher level job to extract yourself from these heightened situations to, to um, individuate yourself even more substantially, right? So that's just an example of how it can show up um, for you. So if let's move over to the number two, the two is the intuitive uh, diplomat. And they are the lover, not the fighter. They are all about relationships. They're learning patience. Uh, They're again, uh, their blessing is their curse. They're conflict avoidant. They're the peacekeepers. So they're always attracting um, a certain level of conflict in their lives because that's how you learn how to be a great diplomat. (laughs) You're really learning to fine tune your ability to see everybody's wants and needs and put it into perspective. The two is really learning uh, how to, um, many numerologists will say the two is learning how not to be a doormat plain and simple, learning how to really um, define yourself and not be a shape shifter for everybody else's needs, wants and needs. Because you're always trying to fix everything and be there for everyone. And make it nice and and do it for everybody. And the cruel joke there is that usually it's all this stuff that no one wants them to do. (laughs) And then they, and then they, and they, and this too is always seeking outside acknowledgement. 
right? Strokes and acknowledgement and that sort of thing. And, and the beauty of that cosmically is when they stop needing that and wanting that is when it finally comes. Otherwise it never does, you know? So it's a very interesting thing. So if we move to the number three, the three is uh, what I call the creative communicator. This number is all about creative self-expression, jo um, joyful optimism. Um, it is about emotional sensitivity. These people are, um, are the born performers. Uh, speakers, counselors, they're here to inspire and uplift. And yet remember, oh my gosh, most, most threes I know have uh, experienced an inordinate amount of emotional trauma and also experienced these highs and lows because they have a hard time speaking their truth and identifying their emotions. Some threes actually have uh, blockages uh, in terms of stuttering lisping, difficulties, you know, like physical difficulties in communication. So it's interesting how it might show up for a three. But overall, they are here to inspire, to uplift. They're the writers, the performers, the creators uh, in that level. So many, so much more there, but, but that's the three. The four is uh, the teacher and the systems builder. These people are the salt of the earth, the artisans. They are the architect number. Even if you look at the number four, turn it upside down, it looks like a chair or a box. Right. It's right. It's all about security, stability. Uh, it's a number of limitations. So it's the slow and steady wins the race. It's the doing things the right way the first time. But of course, now that you, you know, that we've been talking about this, that can, can, can come at it, <laughs> not come very easily sometimes for the, for the four, right? They feel maybe blocked in that area. So the five is the sensuous freedom seeker. These people, oh my God, put it all in neon and capital letters, fun, fearlessness, adventurousness. They are here for the experienced. They are here for this tactile experience on planet earth. It's the number of escape, of, the, of excess. These people can be a bit scattered um, with their focus. They're learning how to, uh, they're the freedom seekers. They are here to seek freedom through self-discipline. It's the constructive use of freedom. So these are natural salespeople um, and they are catalysts. They are all about change. They're very versatile, all of those things. So the five. So the six is the nurturing visionary. These folks are all about home, family, uh, the domestic world in whatever way that shows up for them. It's love, duty, service, uh, very magnetic, um, very visionary. Uh, is the, the six. Even if you look at the number six, it looks like a little pregnant belly, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the yeah. cosmic parent. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to be, do all the traditional parenting things, You but you will nurture uh, your community um, if you don't choose to go that, that route um, in different sorts of ways. Um, they're learning about responsibility, modulating that, not being overly responsible or under-responsible. And they're, they are on that flip side. Their blessing, again, is sometimes the curse. Perfectionist control freaks and can be very judgmental because they have this uh, high level of idealism about how things should be, how they should be, and how the world should be, <clears throat> excuse me, and how it all should be. And so, so really their ultimate lesson is really learning to um, accept the perfection of the imperfection. Right. Right. right? So the seven is the analyst. 
And uh, I call them the sometimes reluctant spiritualists. They're the seekers. They're the brainiacs. They are, they are, you know, part, uh, if, if anyone has watched the Big Bang Theory, often they're kind of like one of those characters. They're very, very brainy, very intellectual, a little bit emotionally detached, oftentimes, depends on your other numbers. Um, but it's a very internal journey of slow growth. It is a soul's uh, expansion journey, in my opinion, uh, the seven. They are seeking, 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 always asking the deeper, bigger questions. Uh, it's a, it's, they're highly misunderstood. They're on a different wavelength and they're learning how to tap into both the analytical aspect of the brain and the intuitive because they're highly psychic, highly in tuned. And, to, uh, and yet it, sometimes it takes them a long time to understand that and to accept it. They're almost the people who are like, well, okay. They're, they're skeptics and perfectionists also. They're like, all right, if we're all having a spiritual experience in a human body, prove it, prove it to me, <laughs> right? And so it's the beauty of the seven, but it's they're meant to you know, really move into, uh, they're here for, to learning how to trust and how to engage their, their wisdom in the world. The eight is the material manifester. If anyone knows anything about the numbers, everyone says, ooh, the eight's the money number, right? So yeah, it is, it's money. It's also power and empowerment. It's authority, it's control. So these people are meant to be, um, to learn everything about manifesting on planet earth. And it ain't easy. It's a, it's a pretty intense ride. I think early and often they get opportunities to, to uh, step up or get stepped on. Very mm -hmm. business vibe, a lot of, uh, again, experiences that test that. These people, everyone's got issues with money, but uh, these people usually have much more of a love-hate relationship with money and authority issues out the wazoodle. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, much more, but uh, but moving on to the nine, uh, the nine is the charismatic humanitarian, mm -hmm. which brings us to your twin. So these people, uh, these beautiful souls are here uh, for a life of, of what I would consider to be humanitarian uh, focused work. The nine is very enigmatic because if we think about it, we start with the one, which is self and ego and, you know, move over to the nine, which is endings, which is surrender, which is uh, letting go, which is completions, which is um, universal wisdom, right? So the nine is kind of known as that old soul who's come back around for, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> to, I don't know, wrap it up or to try, try, try this thing this time. And, and so they have, you know, in my opinion, kind of all of the opportunities of all the other numbers, all the numbers, not all the other numbers, but all the numbers, and then all the, you know, all the challenges that can go in there. And so it's a really interesting thing to look at. These people are multi-talented and they are often weirdos in the best sense. Right. And, and, and let me give you a few examples. Just I'd like to put it in a, in a little vat and think about these people who are well-known, who are nine life paths and see if you can get an idea. And then I'll ask you about your twins. But it's like Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Malala, Greta Thunberg. Then we have Elvis Presley, Adele, Jim Carrey, 
David Byrne of the Talking Heads, Prince. We have all these people who are so weirdly creative. They are otherworldly, right? And they come in and we all are like, you are so weird and will give me more of that. You know, I really want more. So the, the, the basic components I find with the nine, extremely creative, very charismatic. They are learning to, uh, to roll with this whole kind of Buddhist concept of letting go of being in that present moment, letting go of the past without bitterness, resentment, which is a big one for the seven, or excuse me, for the nine, they can hold on, they can be these hoarders in some ways, emotionally or even physically, and then move, you know, be, be present and then move into the future with some kind of, you know, happy curiosity. They uh, sometimes are lecturers, they won't listen very well, um, they've got their own opinions and that, and thank you very much. That's it. And, uh, or, and, or they're just, they're learning how to give and receive. They often won't ask for help, ask for support and, uh, and those sorts of things. So, but they can really do anything that they set their mind to as long as there is this, they're doing what they're doing because they can't not do it. Wow leading from the heart and following the heart. Everything else will come in when that is the primary goal. Does that make sense for them? It, it makes a lot of sense. It, my daughter, you're right on the team. I mean, she's so creative and so weirdly creative. <laughs> she's an art major in college. And she very much so thinks out of the box, very also intuitive spiritual and and really embraces that my son is kind of what you were saying towards the end it's so interesting because i've had i've had many mediumship readings and what came up about my son was that he is a healer and he may not recognize that now because he's, you know, in business school and he's, you know, trying to go in that direction, but he is so sensitive and so empathetic and just, and I was told that maybe not now, but in the future, at some point he will be doing some sort of healing work, whether that's, I mean, he doesn't have to be, a, you know, me, an, an energy worker, no, but just helping helping people in some manner. Yes. Well, yes. I would say that what he has going on, because if I look deeper into just this little segment, I don't have their names in front of me, so I don't have their whole profile, but the life path is an 18. That one in eight actually offers another influence. He is here to learn how to do really well in business. Remember we talked about the one and the eight, both are very right. leadership, entrepreneurial business orientation. The nine, I know so many nines who are full Philanthropists. Mm. That is their healing. That is their giving. So he's learning how to make money. Right. He's right. focusing on that element so that he can learn because that can be and is when used correctly or not, you know, wisely and well, um, can be a real conduit for influence, for helping and healing others. I know a lot of nines who, again, give back very generously in terms of their charitable contributions. And with uh, he and, uh, and your daughter are born on the sixth. The sixth, is, remember we talked about the sixth 
that right. cosmic parent, that little very, again, I would think that he has a lot of charisma in terms of his, his creativity and his may just lean more toward the business realm where hers leans more toward the art realm. Right. Right. So it depends on how we funnel it. Everyone. And that's this is what I love about this. All of these tools is that we can look at twins and I have friends. I have several friends who are twins or have twins or like, how can we be so the same and yet so different? Well, astrologically, you're still a little bit of degrees difference. And numerologically, you have different names. So your name vibration offers you a point of destiny that um, that it, when we that offers you a different uh, window into how you're going to go about doing this this humanitarian service. So your daughter potentially, I would have to look at her name and see how that how that played out. But hers is probably more of that artistic realm, and his is more um, focused on the business element. And let's remember, they're 22, 23. Oh my goodness, so many so many levels to go through um, yep. until yes. they really hit into exactly, you know, I mean, we're all works in progress, right? Yes. So <laughs> yes. that's for sure. Well, we need to wrap it up, but what would you, um, would you like to say some words of wisdom? I'm sure that you're going to be getting a lot of phone calls <laughs> after this, after this podcast airs, because it's, it is so fascinating. Well, could it you, is. Could say that, just to wrap it up? Well, you know, the, I, I think just words of wisdom overall is that, I mean, I know I'm going to sound like a meme or something, and yet you're, you're right where you need to be. Mm. You know, even when it feels like it's so off track, and I do deal with a lot of people who are like, I just screwed it up. I wasn't, I wish I would have known this earlier and everything else. And yet the beauty of it is that every experience we have offers us and it's, there's just no mistakes. And just think about how many roads to somewhere there are. And some roads, you know, maybe you take a detour (laughs) and you go around in that 20 year marriage before you, you know, get out of it or you, whatever it is. And yet your point of destination is still going to be the same. When you get there really is is irrelevant in the whole cosmic scheme of things. It's really hard to talk ourselves down sometimes uh, when we're feeling that sense of of, um, difficulty, I suppose. And yet I also find that these moments where we're, you know, health crisis, other, you know, just emotional issues, job issue, all of the things that we all want to avoid or that think are punishments or whatever. These are the moments when we really learn what we're made of. Yeah. Very, very true. And I do, I remember listening to an interview where you were also talking about after you learn your numerology or, or, you know, any other modality that many become just kinder to to themselves, you know, like give yourself, give that little girl, give that little boy, you know, a little slack and, you know, we're all doing the best we can and we stumble. I mean, we're only human and to have the knowledge to just understand it a little bit better, how beautiful that is to be able to be a bit kinder 
to yourself. To yourself. Absolutely. The universe. Yeah. Well, Felicia, if anyone would like to find you, how would they do that? They can find me at FeliciaBender.com. So it's like by Felicia, like <laughs> like that, that uh, but it's F-E-L-I-C-I-A-B-E-N-D-E-R, FeliciaBender.com. And there's just all kinds of, we've got a free monthly forecast there, um, all kinds of information. So if you are numerology curious, just stop on over there. And uh, I hope that it provides you with some great information. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I am signing up for a reading as soon as I stop this recorder. <laughs> so thank you. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.